Hello and welcome to the Monday, December 19th, 2016 edition of the Sands and Storm Center's Stormcast. My name is Johannes Ulrich and today I'm recording from Jacksonville, Florida. We got yet another webmail cross-site scripting exploit and I keep saying webmail is really one of these real hard to secure systems given that it has to be able to display a variety of HTML email messages correctly within the web page. The latest victim here is Verizon's webmail system. And what I really like about this write-up is not so much that they actually found a vulnerability, but how they found it. They're really going to quite a bit of detail how you sort of systematically probe for different HTML entities and uh, HTML tags that are allowed, are not allowed, and uh, how you go from there to actually finding an exploit against a particular cross-site scripting vulnerability. So if you're a pen tester, take a look at this and uh, see some of the methods that are being used here. If you are a developer, of course, then take this particular test they're running here and try it against your own site before someone else does. A lot of recent exploits, of course, take advantage of PowerShell and then they use PowerShell to download additional malware or in some cases even exfiltrate data straight using PowerShell. The problem has been that, of course, PowerShell is a legitimate binary that you have on your system and as such some whitelisting techniques don't work. But Tom now has an interesting configuration option for the Windows firewall that allows you to selectively block connections made by PowerShell. So once you enable this rule, then PowerShell is no longer allowed to enable or to set up a network connection, breaking a lot of these exploits that are trying to download additional components. This may of course also affect some legitimate PowerShell scripts. So make sure you test this careful in your environment. And then we also got another write-up for the server ransomware, this time how exploit kits like Magnitude Exploit Kit or the RIC Exploit Kit are spreading this particular malware. Brad wrote this up and uh, as typical for him with lots of indicators of compromise, samples and traffic captures. And I have mentioned in the past already the No More Ransom initiative. Apparently they are getting even more security companies now to join the initiative and essentially working on countermeasures against ransomware. Kind of nice to see to have uh, competitors uh, work together and uh, produce uh, free tools here that allow you to decrypt uh, some versions of ransomware. They now have 32 different decryption tools available that are free for download. So if you ever get hit by ransomware, take a look at uh, No More Ransom.org. And then we have a rather bizarre case uh, with a radio station in Texas. They hired someone to do various IT work for them, including uh, writing an internet platform for their radio station. And apparently the contractor they hired essentially went rogue and tried to take over the internet presence for that company, claiming to be the general manager for the radio station and then 
talking to advertisers. Now, while this is somewhat an extreme case, I've seen this many, many times before where a company, usually that's not very technically savvy, does hire someone to do IT work for them, but does not really provide sufficient supervision of that work and then finds itself locked out out of its systems and essentially held for ransom by the contractor and can't easily change, for example, to a different contractor. I've also seen this sort of happen more or less uh, by accident, where a contractor loses interest in a particular line of work and no longer responds to requests for more work, but never properly hands over passwords or other configuration details that would allow someone else to take over. I guess your best defense here is probably to properly vet the contractor that you hire and then do supervise them. Make sure you do get access to all systems that the contractor configures for you. And yes, holidays are coming up. And so we have a nice reminder here by Depp about some holiday safe computing tips. In particular, if you are visiting family and are being pulled into some home IT projects there, there may be something good for you. Secondly, for this podcast, uh, we will have a little bit an alternate schedule. I'm planning on four podcasts uh, this week. So there will be no podcast on Friday. Also, probably no podcast on the Monday after Christmas. And we'll see the week uh, then with New Year, uh, how I'll exactly run the podcast that week. Well, uh, that's it for today. Thanks again for listening and uh, talk to you again tomorrow. Bye.